<clears throat> you probably shouldn't have had cottage cheese for breakfast. <laughs> I'm Joshua. And I'm Brittany. And we're two librarians who talk about sci-fi and fantasy and a little bit of everything else. Okay. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Hi, everybody. You well, might have... hi. Thanks for having us. Oh, we have <gasps> other voices. It's oh, so exciting. Did I, did I... We have guests. No, no, reveal, you're good. You're do good. the big reveal no, too no, soon? No, no, no. Okay. It's awesome. Sorry. <laughs> um, could you guys introduce yourselves, like your names and who you are? What if I don't say anything? <laughs> I mean, it's a little awkward. But... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like the ghost in the room. We're not here to enforce our beliefs well, on you or anything. my name is Sammy Pearson. I'm the Coos Bay Public Library Director. <gasps> Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. We have an <laughs> important person here. Two important people. Oh, I got a lot of woos out of that. <laughs> My name is Christina Kaufman, and I'm the deputy library director. <gasps> we have, oh, we just got finger guns. We have the sheriff and the deputy. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Joshua? Yes. Why are we here today? Why do we have these important people in the we're, room? Well, today is a very special episode for Swords and Starships. We are going to tackle a topic that we've been talking about for a while, right? Yeah, we've mentioned it here and there yeah yeah this is our censorship episode <gasps> Woo! are you gonna black out parts of this stuff is that how this works yeah we edit are you censoring your podcast we are. <laughs> oh my god um sometimes sometimes it's important to do so <laughs> so i guess we should define what censorship is yes and yes I, I made notes because that word gets thrown around a lot and i don't think mm-hmm. everybody knows exactly what it means yeah to censor something yes so Go for it. Okay, so censorship. The suppression or prohibition of any parts of books, films, news, etc. that are considered obscene, politically unacceptable, or a threat to security. Mm. So I pulled a lot of information from ALA, American Library Association. Uh They came out with the State of America's Libraries 2022, a report from the American Library Association. So I'm going to pull a quote from them really quick. And this was, they were talking about like 2021 censorship stats Mm -hmm. okay librarians have always been on the front lines in the fight to protect the freedom to read but in 2021 libraries found themselves at the center of attacks orchestrated by conservative parent groups and right-wing media that targeted books about race gender and lgbtqia plus issues for removal from public and school library shelves and in some cases including threats of book burning (laughs) that's from ala that's a quote from American Library Associations. Mm-hmm. So just some stats that were also from that article. Uh-huh. So they tracked 729 challenges in 2021 compared to 2020's 156 challenges. Wow. So in 2021, it skyrocketed. Yeah. Yes, it did. And there was a lot of articles about it, but I tried to keep it all from American Library Associations because yeah. they're a good, reliable resource. Yes. It was mostly parents who initiated challenges by 39% of all the people who challenged it. They took place mostly in school libraries, which makes sense, 44%. But the second most challenged place was public libraries with 37%, which is still a pretty good chunk. Yeah. Top three banned books. They have a, they have a really cool top 10 list, but I just <laughs> chose the top three. Gender Queer by Maya Kababe because th- these are all banned because of sexually explicit content. Yeah. But um, Gender Queer by Maya Kababe, Lawn Boy by Jonathan Evison, and All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson. Yes, I I see a theme. Yeah, yeah, they did mention it all had to do with, you know, the queer community, Mm. with, you know, Black Lives Matter. Mm. Those were like the top reasons. Yes, hot button issues, we'd say. Yes, yes. 
So uh, that's just some background information about the 2021 censorship boom. Yeah. And yeah. why we thought it was really important to talk about. Yeah. Here. I mean, this is the triggering incident that why we have to, de- why we decided to talk about censorship and yeah. understand how, what libraries are doing to counteract that. Yeah. So I guess now we start asking you questions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So th- our guests are the policymakers, policy enforcers of our Coos Bay Public Library. They look nervous. No, you're good. <laughs> you guys you're are good. good. You guys are going to kill <laughs> it. Okay. So what happens when somebody comes to you and is like, Mm -hmm. I want this book removed from the library. And I say book because it was like 80 something percent Mm. of like all challenged items. It was mostly by far books. So it's probably going to be a book that somebody's challenging. Mm. Right. Uh, Well, we do have a policy in place to handle this exact situation. We have a form that people fill out. The request for reconsideration of library materials. That's the official name of the policy. Okay. Essentially, if you scroll down to the form, they're they're looking at their computer. They have it. We have the form in front of us to make sure we get this exactly right. Um, Basically, what we ask for is the information about the book Mm -hmm. and or material, and also what format it is, because it is important to see: is it a visual material? Is it you know written word? That kind of thing where it is in the library, where they found it in the library, and uh, what exactly they want done. Do they want it to shelve it elsewhere? Do they want to remove it completely? Or do they have another option in their mind? One thing that we do is also ask them to read the entire thing. Mm -hmm. That is a requirement. They can't just cherry-pick lines out of a book, for instance, and say, I want to ban because exactly out of context. And then we do also ask, do they have other, or do they have other recommendations to replace it perhaps with a different title or related materials? Then it proceeds up the chain, if you will, from there, does um, go through the director, and then it goes to the board after that, if needed. The library board? Correct. How many people are on the board? Do you know? There are eight. Okay. Seven um, are appointed, and one is a representative from city council. Okay. Awesome. Cool. This form also works in with our collection management policy. Cool. Because that's one of the questions. Like, what is that? How do we Mm -hmm. acquisition books? What? Tell us all about that. Sure. May I read the purpose of the collection management policy? Sure. I want to hear it. (laughs) So, the collection management policy supports the library and its mission by defining collection development principles. It provides direction for the growth and development of collections and communicates these guiding principles to library staff and the Coos Bay community. Those are our guidelines for mm-hmm. selecting materials. Okay. Or adding materials to the collection. Mm. Or removing materials from the collection. Correct. Yes, because we both add and, and remove because mm-hmm. the collections, like anything else, it's a growing, changing. It's a living thing. It's a living, it's a living thing. thing. Why is it important to have these policies in place? Like, why mm-hmm. why do we need guidelines for acquisitions and Mm -hmm. removing items well we want to make sure that the material that's going into the library has been vetted in some way you know we look at a wide variety of things to choose the items that go into the collection are they accurate especially in nonfiction? Mm -hmm. you know i mean you don't want (laughs) bad information right right that's a huge huge (laughs) idea you know you look at things who who published it is a reputable publishing house reviews other people who've read them, looked at it, and decided, you know, and have lent their opinion. The other part to it, to, to the collection management policy, too, is do we have things on this subject already? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure we don't have huge gaps in the collection, missing things like 
all of you know astronomy for instance we want to make sure it's there and (laughs) when they do things like remove pluto as a planet you have to update your books to reflect such a thing Mm -hmm. so there's that element of the collection management too it's just making sure we have a wide variety um and cover yeah a lot of topics also reflects the local community that's a big part Mm -hmm. of it as well so when we select materials it needs to be appropriate for the community that we're serving right right it's funny you say that appropriate for the community we're serving i would say coos bay is pretty conservative (laughs) would you say we have a pretty conservative collection I would say we have a variety of materials that provides information to people from all walks of life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think even though the pervading mood of the community might be conservative, that doesn't mean that everyone's going to share the same viewpoints. Right. Exactly. And we want to have information for everyone. That's right. Right. They need, everyone needs to be represented mm-hmm. in our collection. Okay. Cool. I just want to make sure that was like clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny too. Right often, you know, people may think of it as a conservative community, but there's a lot of interest in books that are not conservative. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, well, totally. Yeah. And and which is good. It's good that the community is reading a wide array yeah. of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the interest of knowledge is not mm-hmm. narrowly defined by your political exactly. views, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, I've kind of said it before, but, like, a lot of people who live in Coos Bay, like, there's a lot of poverty here, and a lot of people don't get to travel or get mm-hmm. outside of the community. So it's so important that our collection reflects the world at large exactly. and not just the community. Absolutely. Because, right. and, yeah, I mean, people just never know what you might, what strike their interest. Yeah. And they pick up a book and all of a sudden decide you really like, I don't know, Egyptology or something. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, you never thought about it before. You never have the opportunity mm-hmm. before. But, I mean, that's why people always say, you know, books, you travel through books, you can experience yeah. different worlds through books. Yeah. yeah. And and the nice part is if you don't like it, you are perfectly free to put it down and not touch it again. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. nobody's making you read it. <laughs> really? It's so. true. It's very true. All right. So I guess our question that we're going to end on then is you've read some banned books mm-hmm. yeah what are some of your favorites <laughs> so i was reviewing <laughs> yeah i looked at the list I last week i was reviewing <laughs> the um band like the top 10 banned books uh-huh. uh, over like the past decade so some of them i don't like and it's just because from a literary standpoint i just don't <laughs> like them uh-huh. yeah like 50 shades of gray yeah it's not my cup it's of tea. It's a personal. And, and it's not my cup of tea because I didn't care for the writing. Yeah. Not for the reason that it was banned. Um, Although it was hilariously banned because what was it? It was not appropriate not for the audience. It's like, it's an adult, uh, oh, it's an adult book written for book. adults. How is it not appropriate? We were a little confused on that one. Yeah. And it's actually explicit. Which, hello. That's, that's kind of the point the book of the book. That's the, <laughs> I mean, that's the entire point of the that's book. That's the entire yes. point of the book. But some of my favorites... Oh, Eleanor and Park. Eleanor and Park. Oh, Ugly Cry at the end of that book. Mm. Yeah, that was good book. that one was good. Why that was, was that one, one banned? Uh, challenged for offensive language. Okay. Um, it is a YA novel. I don't recall. I don't. I don't. I don't what was it for offensive, offensive language? Offensive language. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a classic. I, I love that series. Yes. Joshua and I talked about that one on our uh, back to school episode. Our um, oh, 
that's right. Was it last year at this time too? Uh, nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And was that season one or season, season two? Season one. Season one. We yes. talked about that and like the censorship issues around that book. Oh yeah, there was <laughs> yeah. lots. And it rears its head every now and again. I mean, it'll go for a long time and nobody will say a word about it, and then all of a sudden. It's the illustrations. Oh, yeah. the illustrations are freaky. It's, they're they're, yeah. they're incredible. I, I lived and breathed that series when I was a kid. Same. And I And you're fine. I'm Same. fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I mean, relatively. Same. <laughs> relatively. But that, yeah, no, my sisters and I would sit down on a rainy afternoon and read about the swamp people or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yes. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Um, Harry Potter, yeah. obviously. That, that would probably be one. I, like, I kept thinking about Harry Potter. I'm like, because I just have this memory of my dad coming into my room and being like, Brittany, I think you might need to be kind of careful with that series. And I was like, I already read the entire series one time, <laughs> so you're kind of late. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of goes back to like the 80s satanic panic a little no. bit. Yeah. Like, the witches and yeah. the witches, cults. witchcraft. And, yeah. And like my you grandma know, was talking to my dad about it, being like, yeah. I'm not sure about this. And mm-hmm. But that book got so many children reading that didn't before. That's yeah. true. You know, I mean, it just was such a gateway book, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Not in the bad sense. So to me, it yeah. really did amazing things. Absolutely. And those were chonky books. Those yeah. were. Yeah. Yes. Were so good, though. Who, who got pulled over by the police after oh. um, midnight release of the sixth book? Oh, girl. You got Speeding home to read Speeding that book. Speeding home to read it. I love it. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. That's so awesome. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. And I was in my 20s when I started reading Harry did Potter. They, yeah, so. Did yeah. they forgive you and let you off with a warning when you explained to them it was yes. Harry Potter? Hello. I did not get a ticket. Good job. Good job. <laughs> that is- they could see it in your eyes. <laughs> That's like book crime all over it. I love it. (laughs) I I loved those midnight releases too. They were fun. Those big events wrapped in black, and you're like, there it is. (gasps) is, Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was one gal who was dressed up as Moaning Myrtle and she had a toilet seat around her. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. It's interesting as I look over the list how many of them are banned for that contain real life situations, which, you know, worries <laughs> right. me that people. They don't want to talk about it. They, they don't want to talk about it. They want to keep it in the dark. They want to keep it in the dark. And it's so sad because books provide such a chance for conversation, mm. learning. And understanding, yeah. you know, but at the same time, you know, if you don't like it, just put it down. That doesn't exactly. mean yeah. you, you can have self, to tell others what they can You can self-censor, yeah. for sure. Like, I read All Boys Aren't Blue, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, it's one of the top three uh, by George M. Johnson. And it is pretty graphic, but I think they kept it in YA because he was talking about his time as a teen. Like, this mm-hmm. stuff happened to him mm-hmm. as a teenager. Exactly. And it's like, and he can't, unfortunately, be the only one. That right. things like True. this happen to, and and what a way for another teen who's experiencing issues to connect with someone, even yeah. if it's just an author that they don't personally know, but to know that someone else out there had has had some problems and yeah. has had some issues and has had experienced know, trauma, ex- experiencing mm-hmm. things that people yeah. shouldn't have to experience. But you know, maybe that one connection makes it a little better. I don't yeah, absolutely. know. Absolutely, but oh, to it, to not have that at all available would be just a tragedy. It, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I get people have their opinion, but I'm still of the, well, then just put it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't like it, put it down. <laughs> and I would just say, to end on the note of, if you think this isn't affecting our community, we actually have 
a newspaper article. That's right. It (laughs) it just came out. We're going to delicately mention. (laughs) Okay. It just came out on Friday, July 29th. 2022. um, 2022. And apparently some commissioners of Curry County were eager to create a resolution that would enforce public libraries to remove certain materials from their collection and at the least put it behind the desk, mark it as sexual material. Yeah, so eventually the resolution, it didn't become a resolution. It became a letter of request sent to the five public libraries in Curry, strongly encouraging them to reconsider certain books. And Curry's the county right next to us. Yes. So it's it's not Coos County, it's Curry County. But still, it's it's right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we trade books with Curry, yes. like they're part of our system. <laughs> well, you see the book, you know, there's libraries and library in Iowa that was shut down because mm. they were coming after librarians over what they claimed was explicit material and they just shut the library down. So now everybody in that community suffers because there's no library access yeah, now. Yeah. And because somebody didn't like a book. This that, is why it's important to have policies. Exactly. In place. Exactly. Yes. Well, and that's, what's nice about, yeah. Having things like the collection development policy is, there isn't a willy-nilly to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> the library could show how exactly things are done Yeah. instead of just, oh, no, we just decided. I mean, that's yeah. not a valid. Because, unfortunately, there have been libraries where the librarians who choose materials um, pre-censor, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. They just will not order things that they don't agree with. Well, I'm sorry, but once again, it goes out to your audience. Yeah. If they want that book... And you don't like it, well, who are you to say that they can't read it too mm-hmm. yeah. at the same time? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of on both sides of the coin there. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that during our ordering process, the books are vetted to the extent that we leave notes for each title as to why we're purchasing Okay, that That's title. awesome. That's so. awesome. So it's very transparent. So it is mm-hmm. very transparent. Yeah. And so we know why, why did we buy this book? Oh, mm-hmm. because it fills a need in our collection. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a patron request, for instance. Mm -hmm. He received several starred reviews from book publications. I think a lot of people don't know this. That's why I'm so excited Uh, about this episode. Like, this is so important because a lot of people don't, they don't know. So thank you so much for coming and talking to us about this. Sure. having us. Thank you, Sam. I know today's typically your day off, but yeah, she was a right. champion. She came in. Yeah. Anything. Anything for you, Brittany. Oh, anything. For you. She did her director duty. <laughs> do we get to teach them our tagline? Oh, yeah. Do we have a tagline? We, we do. do have a tagline. So it, I say, don't forget to watch what you want. And Joshua says, play what you want. And then we all say, read, read what, what you want. want. All together. Oh, yes. see? Perfect. I listened to the Aliens episode this morning. Oh, did yeah. you? And so I already knew about your tagline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, every time I listen to an, es- an episode, all I do is just laugh. I mean, you guys are just hilarious. Thank you. And I, I stand by my comment that I will not sacrifice Iggy to the aliens. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> oh, that was a funny episode. That yeah. was hilarious. Pippi, though, she'll be okay. Pippi, yeah. she takes charge. I'm not <laughs> so worried funny. about that. If you're confused about what we're talking about, we're Go talking about our alien. our alien episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and who, who runs, who we send their leader to, right? Yeah. Yes. That was the question. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My little ten pound terrier put that leader in its place. <laughs> or Brittany's mom. Or, or Brittany's mom. Work. I told her, I was like, I might have mentioned you in here. She's like, I guess I better listen. I never heard back, so I don't know. <laughs> See? Either she listens and gets informed that she is the new leader or she's yeah. just gonna be surprised. 
Either way, she'll be prepared, I say. I told my dad. He's like, actually, that's the perfect answer. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thank you so much. Thank you. you So So don't forget to watch what you want. Play what you want. And and read read what you want. want. Wow. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is Brittany here. Feel free to check out the show notes for any details of things we might have talked about. And always feel free to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks. We have, oh, we just got finger guns. We have the sheriff and the deputy. Love it. I wish for badges someday. (gasps) You have to wear it for Halloween, sheriff and deputy. Oh, please. (gasps) The rest of us can dress up as cows. Oh, my God. (laughs) Cows? Cows. Because that's what cowboys do. They yeah, they but herd it, the cows. But, well, is that sure. what a sheriff and a deputy does? Yeah, oh, I don't know. I think, we're, I think we're mixing our metaphors or something here. <laughs> well, I now know. I want to be a cow. Like, okay. I thought sheriffs and deputies like chase outlaws. Oh, and that's yeah. right. You guys have to like just that. outlaws. Oh, we have to be outlaws? Yes. Okay. That's more fun than being a cow, That's right? true. That's yeah. true. I'm still going to be a cow. <laughs> okay. You can be a cow. You can be the town cow that just hangs out and watches. Call her Bessie.